What's up, everybody? Josh and Jay back with the podcast, America is Blue. Uh, interesting times at Chelsea Football Club. The, the times of not being able to score goals continue. Uh, nil-nil result against Fulham at the Bridge on Saturday. Uh, not the most entertaining match. Nonetheless, there are some things to talk about. Uh, Jay Martin, great to have you back, brother. Uh, what are your initial thoughts on the match this weekend with everything going on? Well, I'm going to start by apologizing. It was my fault that this post-game reaction was delayed as I was out away for the weekend with the fam. That said, the game kind of sucked, so there wasn't much to talk about. So that all worked out really well. Thank you, Chels. Um, This was, it was annoying, man. Like we, we were just coming off this great high, Amazing January window. The energy's coming back. The excitement's coming back. We want to unleash our new toys on the field. Seems scamper around, do some fun shit. And then a lot more of the same, man. It seems like like the problems that we had are mildly contagious. And I just hope that we don't bring down some of the people we brought in to the level that we were playing at. I guess the good news is, is that the old guard, or the bad news is that the old guard continue to play as shitty as they have been. The new guard actually didn't look so bad. So if we're going to say positive, I actually was feeling pretty good about some of the new boys getting some time, and I will beg for more and more of it. So that's how I felt about it. This isn't a stat show. We, we're not we're not big on stats. No, but but I gotta no. I gotta throw a couple of things out at you because I started to get a little perturbed and annoyed as we continued to not find the net again. Jay, I don't know if this might shock you, but throughout our twenty one matches, we've scored twenty two goals, twenty two all season. Uh, we haven't scored very many multiples. We've only scored three goals once. The last time we scored multiple goals, in the Premier League at least, was on December 22nd. So it has been quite some time since we have managed to find the net, if at all, nonetheless, multiple times. So uh, I'm a little disappointed with our, our lack of offensive output. I don't think we're working keepers. I don't think we're we're clearly getting ourselves in positions to be dangerous. And... Uh, I'll tell you what, that Grand Potter guy has a lot of pieces here now, and it's a gigantic jigsaw puzzle, and he's got to start figuring some stuff out. Yeah, man, the the toothless attack is just, it's painful to watch. It's painful. The fact that, I mean, you you sit down on a Saturday morning, you wake up, you grab a cup of Joseph, you're hanging out, you're enjoying yourself, you're watching every other team but Chelsea so you can enjoy yourself, and you're seeing shit teams, teams at the bottom of the table, somehow find a way to score here and there. And for some reason, we just, I think I know the reasons, but we just can't put it together. So, yeah, it continues to be frustrating. Anyway, word for the game. What is your word for the well, game? Well, my word for the game is disappointment. It's uh, it, mm. it, just, just mm. disappointment. Disappointing. All around, lackluster effort. Um, look, we weren't doing anything that seemed to be raising the level. Uh, the crowd was behind them, absolutely. The level of urgencies, uh, you know, urgency on the field for the for the players just didn't seem to live up to the moment. And it was interesting, you know, at the end when we started making some substitutes and also it was just wave after wave of guy. And everybody's just, you know, everyone's making their debuts. We're just waiting to see is, is someone, you know, is someone going to light the light? Is someone going to sneak one past? And no one could. We marched out pretty much all the weapons, all the king's men, and, and still came up empty. So disappointing is the only word I can come up with, man. Very disappointing. I think that's pretty spot on. I mean, that's how I felt after yeah. the game. How did you not? Yeah, it was a huge letdown. It sucked. I mean, we watched the, <clears throat> we watched the same game here. 
you know, and it oftentimes we see things very much the same way. And I looked and I saw a team that just continues to look for an identity uh, that I think they're just kind of waiting. Oh, maybe if we get it over to this guy, maybe he's going to make something happen. And everyone's waiting for a magic moment instead of creating a team cohesive flowing move. And we just haven't been able to, uh, to finish one off. And I really, really hope that Graham is just saving the best for last because he better hurry the fuck up. You dude, it's a perfect pivot. So we can talk about individual players. We'll talk about who had some good performances, who had bad performances, but you hit the nail on the head, dude. This really just comes down to what are we? What are what is Grand Potter Ball? Well, like what what do we do? What is Potter Ball? Again, can we can we are we just playing stout defense and we're never going to score? Or if we're lucky, we'll find some way to kind of rattle one in. But we're not even I don't a countering think that that's, team. Like when, no, when no, we're not like, a countering it, team. No, this is like dumb luck. This is like you get a yeah, corner. I mean, you get a random penalty somehow, some way it goes in. I don't think we're that bad talent-wise to have to play that way. Obviously, there are problems, and it's magnified by when we bring in new boys, and we see just, again, we, we keep on saying there's a gulf in talent when we see a guy like Mudrick, although he didn't have a great game, when we see a guy like Enzo come in, and we compare him to everybody else who is in our midfield. These guys shouldn't even be playing in the same sport. But that said, like, what are we? What are we trying to accomplish out there? What are the ideas and the concepts that are coming from the manager's head being articulated to the guys. And then it's like, all right, here, we're going to drill you. Here's the concept. Here's the strategy. Here's how we're going to attack this team. And now go out and execute. This is how sports work, but we don't have any of that. There is no identity. There is no strategy. It's literally like, it's exactly what you said. It's people are hoping for somebody else to do the job as opposed to everybody on the field, knowing what their role is and what they're supposed to do to collectively get an objective done. But we don't have, like, the Michael Jordan. We don't have the guy who can just completely take yeah. over the game. And this isn't the sport for that anyway. Well, I mean, but there's no there's no Eden Hazard. There, there's no player right now who, yeah. who is at least, you know, living it up to, you know, to that. Because before it used to be, all right, get the ball to number 10. Everybody get the hell out of the way. Let's create some space for this guy. Let's let's let him work. Uh, there's, there's none of that. We don't have a guy to hang our hat on. We don't have a true talisman right now. Uh, Mason Mount is missing Mount again, unfortunately. Love Mace, but he, he, he's just not showing up right now. It's discerning. Um, yeah. You know, it, it's, 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 it's very, very disconcerting, I should say. Uh, it, it's not a great time to, it, it's frustrating. It, it really is just frustrating. I don't know what else to say, man. I also, I'm going to, I'm going to bring up a couple things. So, Mudrick, was it didn't look he didn't look like the same guy as his debut. Turns out, I guess he was ill. He wasn't feeling well. He's obviously coming off of a long break. You pull him after forty five minutes. Why start him? If he wasn't well, why start him? That's question number one I have for for uh, for Graham. You could play Raheem Sterling, who you did eventually get back on the field in his natural position, which is right there. That's where he played at City all the time. You could have done that. The other thing is, like, if you have a dynamic player out there or if he's going to try to give you 45 minutes, what I saw from Mudrick and what I believe Mudrick is, is somebody who you get the ball to and then you kind of let him do his version of the Eden Hazard. Get out of the damn way. Give the guy space to operate. But our midfielders, 
and Kukurea weren't doing that. It's like somebody gets the ball, they run right into the area that somebody else should operate in or should be able to do something with, and they just clusterfuck the entire thing. And I, I was watching somebody else earlier today who was mentioning the same thing I was thinking. He's like, you don't necessarily have to sub off a guy like Mason Mount when he's doing that. You don't have to sub off Mark Kukurea. That doesn't have to be the managerial decision to change the flow of the game. You have to coach your the, fucking player. Just tell him, don't do that anymore. <laughs> don't do that anymore. Receive the ball from your defender. Evade pressure. Keep control of the ball. Don't turn it over. Get the ball in space to the guy who's got blinding speed and let him do the work. And if he wasn't fit, you still have another guy who's got blinding yeah. speed who can stretch defenses and Raheem Sterling. So then he could be we, out We there. call them adjustments so again, these guys in just, the business. Dude, they just don't know what they're doing. You know, we threw out Hakeem Ziyech, really impossible situation to put him in. We talked about that in the preview. I didn't think he was great. I thought he was a little sloppy. But still, at the very least, he's still doing what he can do. He's still trying to create something by whipping balls into the box. He's still playing good balls in. We just have no finishing. Our midfield is an absolute joke. Mason Mount and Connor Gallagher are awful. I believe Mason Mount is a good player, and his confidence is just shook. I don't want to get rid of Mason Mount. I'm not here to dog Mason Mount. Connor Gallagher is a different thing. That guy just continually sucks. He's got no technical ability. He's awful. And I know that we maybe don't have the bodies in the midfield as you're looking at it for who was healthy and fit for this game. He's just awful. You would have been better off playing with 10 and leaving that guy on the sideline than having him completely screw up every decision he was making when the ball was received. So if we wonder why we can't score, it's because we have no transition. We have balls that are being played from the back between Batty Achille and Silva, which were very good. You had Enzo, who created some things. Havertz finishing, although he was an awful, is just not good. He's not a number nine. And most of the time, when we're trying to move the ball up the field in a progressive and positive way, they're Mason Mount or Connor Gallagher just screw the pooch. And it just happens over and over and over again. I'd rather see young blood. I'd rather see anybody else out there but Connor Gallagher. Anybody. Yeah, you're not. And that's it, it is. We can't score. It is well documented that you're not a big uh, Connor Gallagher fan. Uh, no, no, and dude. I, what I love is that he continually proves me right. <laughs> he's dude. He's just loading up the bullet. He's just loading the ammunition, and he just continues to suck. He's awful. And he's awful. He, he's got to well, go. He's I will go. say this though. I did really like what I saw from Enzo. Uh. And so it was he, great. He, he looked he looked fantastic. I was a little sh- uh, you know shocked and surprised that he just swapped number fives with with Georgie. I was actually kind of hoping to see uh, uh, a little thirteenish out of him, but nonetheless, great to see him in there. He is definitely the real deal. Uh, I was very happy and pleased to see that. Uh, I would be interested to see maybe a little bit of a different midfield pairing, uh, but then again, I'm not exactly known for my taste. So let's just let's keep it moving here, dude. Finish the game at nil-nil, right? We walk off at when you when you shut off the TV like I did in a little bit of a huff. What was your immediate immediate first emotion right after right after the game ended? I was annoyed. I was annoyed. I mean, I was encouraged a little bit by some of the appearances. I and then and then I was immediately right back to annoyed because I was like, you know. Matuiki looked good coming off the bench. Fafana looked lively coming off the bench. I know they may not be the finished product, but why the hell do we keep on throwing out all the old dudes? 
Why do we keep on playing Kai Havertz out of position in a position he can't play instead of giving Fafana more time? Maybe he's not fully ready to spearhead the line. So it went from, I'm annoyed, this sucks. Like, how are we in another goalless draw against Fulham? To, all right, well, it wasn't all bad. To right back to annoyed because it goes back to dumbass decisions by our manager. Yeah, it just seems like he really hasn't pushed the right buttons, pulled the right levers, uh, and he's you know he's got a lot of options. And yeah, we got to give the guy time. We got to give the guy time. How much more time? And and here's the thing: we're losing to the Fulhams of the world, and and not to disparage Fulham because they have done a remarkable job. Shouts out to the American Tim Ream. Shouts out to Anthony Robinson. Both of them playing fantastic. But the fact of the matter is, is this is Chelsea Football Club. This is champions of Europe. This is the big time. This is the top of the line. And we're not getting performances from the manager that would indicate that he is competent in the sense of, to your point, making the correct mid-game adjustments, making guys you know, move positions or change formation to put us in a successful position to counter what we're seeing on the offensive side, and then maybe put one in the back of the net. So, uh, you know, I, I know that we're not going to see any changes anytime soon, certainly at least not until the end of the year, but we really, it really would be nice to see a little emotion and sense of urgency instead of just constant coddling and understanding. Yeah. I'm, I'm resigned to the fact, I just, I don't think he's going to turn the switch and I'm automatically going to start to see a, a brilliant mind. I just don't think it's there. I really don't. And I, I think there was a lot of hype around him because of the start of the season that Brighton had, there was way too much credit given for somebody who was able to take a team like Brighton and just allow them to claw into the you know the bottom third of the Premier League, that's not Chelsea caliber. It's not. And to think that you were going to pluck somebody from that depth of the league without really accomplishing anything, and he was just his hidden gem, is just buffoonery. So I hope I'm wrong, man. Listen, I'm opinionated. I really, really, really hope I'm wrong. I, I can't wait to eat crow on this one. I just don't think I'm going to. So we're going to have to deal with this shit for almost certainly the rest of the season. And if this continues, even after all the investment and all the money and all the infrastructure and everything that's going into this, then frankly, it's on the board if they're stupid enough to keep them around for next year. I, for one, would love to see you eat crow, Jay. So hopefully, mm. hopefully we can put you in a position to do that. So with that in mind, since it was it was nil-nil, there's not a whole lot else to, to talk about game-wise. I want to get into the man of the match which, as always, is brought to you by All Out Fitness. And at All Out Fitness, they're empowering individuals to be their best selves. Shouts out to Anthony Oglesby. Hopefully he's uh, got a speedy recovery from his surgery. The owner of All Out Fitness and our sponsor. Jay, who you got? Mm. Can I give it to a pairing? Sure. Why not? Change the game out here. If you can change your pronouns, you can have two men of the match. I'm giving it. I'm giving it to Thiago Silva and Benoit Badiashvili. Don't hate it. I'd love to. I'd love to give it to Enzo because debutant and he was great. Um, I, I think he is truly the real deal and an, an amazing signing. But those two guys playing in the back continue to impress. They're not getting a lot of help. Uh, the midfield is leaving them exposed with constant turnovers and constant pressure. And dude, they're playing in just synchrony right now and i love watching the two of them i'm excited for them moving forward so i'm giving it to the center back parent. love that and also shout out to the great tiago silva currently negotiating a contract to stay with us until 2024 clearly i hope that happens i think that he wants to be here and i definitely have high confidence that the ownership group will get that done because he is just fantastic i'm going with enzo 
Uh, I really thought he deserves it. He really played great debutante coming into a big situation and he looks the part. He fit in seamlessly and he did all the things. He did the tackling. He did the running. He did the hold up. He did, you know, through balls. He's always looking positive, uh, stout in defense, a great player. I hope that he's with us for 10 years. Absolutely. Well, what if we sign him for eight and a half? So let's hope we keep him around. Yeah, no doubt about give that. Some, give, give these guys some help, man. Get some of these old dudes. Get them out of here. Scram. He actually, well, you know what, Jay? Reinforcements might be on the way when you think about it. We just saw something happen to Juventus in the Serie A. The old lady just had to drop 15 points for some mistakery, for some tomfoolery in their uh, financial comings and goings. There's another little club called Manchester City that just came down with some sanctions today. And boy, it's not looking great for the Sky Blues. Do you have any uh, commentary on the subject, Mr. Hamilton? I love this sport, but it is a dirty, dirty, dirty. game. There is some just nasty shit going on. They were already investigated during this time. Nine years, man. They've been on... Un- so tell me, so so tell me what happened. No, I'm talking about even before that, when they got hit with sanctions the first time by UEFA, it was during the exact same timeline that they are now getting pegged for. It was like square dab in the middle. They kick it up and they appeal up to the court of arbitrations. How many people got greased in that process so that they didn't get punished almost whatsoever? Yet we get destroyed whenever we get caught up in any of this. Well, it's very interesting because we both remember the last time uh, they were supposed to get suspended from European competition for two years. Yeah. They got none. Out of Champions League. Nope. No problem. So get a little bit more digging on this. Turns out that those sanctions were subject to some sort of statute of limitations. Uh, where they couldn't be prosecuted for past crimes past you know a certain amount of time. We know how that works, generally speaking, right? But with these uh, new terms from the FA slash Premier League, they're not subject to those same statutes. Uh, and, you know, they can go back and dig as far back as they quote-unquote need to. Apparently, this has been like a four-year investigation. There's a lot of layers to it. And let's be honest, I hope that they either A, get docked points, or if they got relegated, I almost think that that's just like, really really crazy uh but i mean if they lost a boatload of points i would take it all day every day yeah i mean dude this is unprecedented the amount of rules that they have broken based upon what was passed around today over a hundred rules broken i would say the biggest one um not that i read through legal jargon to disseminate any of this shit but if the saudi ownership group that owns city was manufacturing sponsorships and basically taking cash from the left pocket to pass it to the right pocket in order to satisfy FFP. Mm -hmm. That's not a loophole. That's like scumbag. Oh yeah. So, so I mean, it it looks like, I mean, if you got hit with this many violations, if the prem is going to come out here and with, if they have any sort of backbone, if they are any sort of reputable organization as a sports league in the world, and you hit them over the head with all of this, you better be damn right on a lot of it. Because if you screwed this up, if for some reason you miss something, and then the Saudis go out there and they hire a gazillion lawyers to go I ahead mean, and defend themselves, doing. and this turns out to be nothing. Of course, this is going to happen. But if they go out there and they find a way to skirt this, you're an absolute joke. So they definitely did something wrong here. It's a matter of how much they get to stick. 
But dude, when the hell have you heard anything like this? It's insane. I mean, it, and I think that the punishment could be, it, it could be a lot more than just getting docked a whole lot of points. Well, I mean, it, it should be. Uh, the fact of the matter is, this you know these Saudi guys; these are the richest guys in the history of time. The amount of money that they pull out of the ground every day—it's just—it's—it's it's basically endless, unlimited money, and. To your point, they can set up shell corporations. They can set up these huge, you know, sponsorships. Hemelstein's hot dogs. Yeah, they're the sponsor. It's owned by me, one of my million billion hot dog companies, right? I mean, these guys can just create any business they want. They they can create any entity that they want in any time, anywhere in the world, slap a name on it and, and want to sponsor the club. And we all know that they're being sponsored by the state. People would say the same thing about Roman Abramovich, but what do they know? He doesn't own the team anymore. So. With that being said, they need to be held accountable for their actions. Mr. Bowley is well in line and above board, bought the club with all proper, you know, paperwork and everything done. All the moves that we have done, they might be making waves, but they hate us because they ain't us. We're doing everything the right way. They can't take us back on our, our eight and a half year contracts and the way that we're doing business. But these guys are just straight up shady. So fuck them. Yeah, I don't think, um, I mean, listen. We've been in trouble before multiple yeah, times. Yeah, we get hit, though. And, and we get two transfers. Of course we get it. Of course we get it. Yeah. First off, all right, as far as punishment, I think relegation immediately or just dissolving this club is ridiculous. I don't think you can do that. I think docking points for this season. I don't like the idea of docking points in previous seasons and then handing a championship over you to somebody do else. That. I don't like that. Thing. That seems stupid to me. But docking them, preventing them from playing in Europe, hurting them really bad financially – making them subscribe to some kind of insane amount of transparency and disclosure for all transactions. I mean, open books moving forward and transfer ban for, I don't know, two years. And there's gotta be something like that. There's gotta be, you gotta hurt. I mean, there's gotta be, and and it's not like, Oh, 15 points. They need 25 points. Like, I mean, put them, put them towards the bottom of the table. Um, Yeah. And as, and as as pertains to us, the way we procured the club, this was as heavily scrutinized as any transaction in history because all of the heat was on anybody associated with Russia. So the, the publicity that was generated around this transaction and who's going to be the owner and who's going to be able to clean this up, the fact that the government shut down our books and had a microscope over anything trying to catch Roman with any dirty dealings having to deal with this club. He started, Bully started with a clean slate. So the reality is they're doing, I, I hope that they're being as diligent and as meticulous as possible with how they've interpreted the rules, have a unbelievable understanding and have the accounting completely squared, right? Assuming that they do, and this is how they're operating. Anything that's happened in the past is not going to be his problem, but assuming that they did that and we're in the clear, amen. Oh, I I mean, I have no doubts. I have full faith of Mr. Bully. And look, if, if you're putting billions with a B and that's not state sponsored money that's actual investors and you know institutions i think that we are taking all the proper steps to run our club in the correct way i sure hope so i sure hope so we did spend an absurd amount of money in a short amount of time no <laughs> i think that's that's probably like the biggest the biggest spend in a short amount of time in football history hey man splash the cash hey hate is going to hate they, they gonna hate us cuz they ain't us all right man so uh what's next we are uh, we're coming up on Saturday, another match, another London Derby, seven thirty a.m. East Coast Standard Time in the United States of America. 
The Hammers are 16th, Jay Martin, on 19 points. We need one. We're headed out to uh, it's the London Stadium. What are your couple thoughts on the uh, Hammers? Anything? Two other teams severely underperforming, although they the Hammers have been a little bit better recently. So when it comes out to form, they've been in better form than we have. Uh, I, dude, I don't know. I don't know what to expect. We're going away. I need to see this team start to perform a little bit and start to put some things together before I have like high hopes as to what product we're putting out there. Uh, hopefully they'll get this shit together sooner rather than later. But we do have Zhao Felix back, so we can actually put together uh-huh. a front line that is reasonably competent, and we don't have to keep on throwing out the shit bags we have. Well, that's just perfect, man. We'll have to chop that up on the uh, preview show a little bit later on this week. So that's a perfect segue to just wrap things up. We definitely appreciate everybody listening, everybody subscribing. Uh, we appreciate the follows. Like us on Instagram. Like us on TikTok. Check us out on YouTube. Go to americasblue.com for any other content that you're looking for. Thank you guys so much. We'll talk to you again soon with the preview show for West Ham. Until then, America is blue.